Yo, how is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. I am your host, Chris, and today I am once again riding solo, but I am going to be talking about the Bears' win over the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night, 31-24, as well as their upcoming game at Lambeau Field against the 10-3 Packers, who are 6-1 at home, uh, heading on the road and playing for their season. Let's get right into it. First off, I want to break down this game against the Cowboys. Coming in, um, we talked about the Cowboys not winning games recently, and we talked about the Bears coming in on a hot streak with three in a row, um, or two wins in a row, uh, winning three of their last four coming up into the, coming into this game. And the Bears won their third game in a row in what I think is probably Trubisky's best game of his career, if not the game against Detroit the week before the best game of his career. Um, it's really good to see Trubisky hitting his stride. Uh, I think he was the first quarterback in NFL history to throw 30-plus passes at 70% completion rate, uh, pass for three touchdowns, and also rush for 50 yards in a touchdown. Uh, so not too bad. Let's go through some stats. Obviously, we just talked about Trubisky himself. 115.5 passer rating, 80.4 QBR, only was sacked twice, threw one bad interception in the first quarter, but rebounded incredibly well, and that's what you like to see. That's what separates a good quarterback from a great quarterback, is bouncing back from adversity. On the ground, David Montgomery with 86 rushing yards on 20 carries. It was great to see him getting the ball. He had one rookie mistake where he fumbled because he held onto the ball uh, with one hand in a, in a big pile of Cowboys and fumbled that one. And then Trubisky, 10 carries for 63 yards and a touchdown. Um... He, he's he's a really good rusher. I mean, he I saw a stat that he ran for, I think, like 19 yards on one of his plays where he got to the corner, and that was faster than Cordell Patterson. I mean, uh, if Trubisky uses his legs, we know how good he is. We saw it in 2018, and I expect it to get to continue. Uh, heading on to the receiving stats, uh, Mr. Handy Dandy, Mr. All Reliable himself, Allen Robinson, the second, five receptions, 48 yards, and two touchdowns, both in the first half. He always comes through clutch. Uh, J.P. Holtz, man, this was the J.P. Holtz game. Three receptions for 56 yards. Uh, and he was fired up on social media after the game. That was awesome to see. Anthony Miller with three receptions for 42 yards and his first touchdown of the season. Um, that was awesome. That was awesome to see. And uh, I really hope uh, he can kick it into gear down the stretch and into next season. Riley Ridley had the first catch of his career for five yards, and Cordero Patterson had one really big catch on a third down for 33 yards. Um, three fumbles in the game. Only one of them lost. Two by Tariq Cohen on punt returns. And one by David Montgomery. Heading into the defense. Nick Kwiatkowski. Someone who's going to need to play very well down the stretch. Uh, he showed up big in this game with 10 tackles. Um, Kyle Fuller. Seven tackles. Two passes defended. And probably dropped what would have been a pick six. It was good to see for him. While he did let up a touchdown in garbage time, Kevin Tolliver stepped up for Prince of Mukamara and I think played a pretty exceptional game. Um, seven tackles for him and a pass defended. Another player that stepped up with Roquan Smith going out with a torn peck, who uh, is obviously out for the season now. That's a big loss. Um, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, um, not a name that most of us has, have probably heard, but he played incredibly well. Six tackles two passes defended, and one tackle for a loss. Um, that was awesome. And then we had, I think it was two sacks on the day, one by Khalil Mack on a very great hustle play, and then another one by Eddie Jackson. Uh, that was good to see. Overall, an incredible game. The defense is a beast. It's something about playing in Chicago in December. Um, 
and and I'm glad that they won. Um, if we head on over to the Seahawks and the Rams games, let me punch this in on my computer real quickly. The Seahawks Rams game, obviously we needed the Seahawks to win, um, and that did not happen. Twenty eight to twelve, the Rams. So looking at the Rams' remaining three games, they've got the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Cowboys. If we want to make the playoffs, not only do we need to win out, we need Minnesota to lose one because they can also lose to us to be their second game. So we need them to lose basically to the Packers. Or the, we need them to lose to the Packers to the Chargers, and then we need the Rams to lose two because uh, they have the tiebreaker over us, so we need to be a game ahead of them. And I mentioned who they have left. They're at Dallas next week. That's a tough game. Um, hopefully Dallas can pull that together and help us out. And then um, hopefully the 49ers, who will be fighting for first place in the NFC, can also help us out. It's a long shot. Um, I posted on my fan page earlier this week. It's a 2% chance. I think if we win this week, it rises to like a 13% chance. But um, I like fighting from behind. I like rooting for the underdogs. So let's do it. Heading into this week's matchup against the Green Bay Packers. Man, this is a big game. Um, Bears back in the winning column at 7-6. and six. Look, I will say if we don't make the playoffs at this point, I think any any finish with a winning record is good. Um, so 9-7 and seven or 10-10, and 10, I would take either of those. Before I talk too much about the game, I'd like to go through the injury report for both teams. Uh, these are both as of December 10th, which is the day I'm recording this on Tuesday. Um, the Bears have five players questionable for this game. Prince of Mukamara, Ben Broniker, Taylor Gabriel, Bobby Massey, and Danny Trevathan. Uh, Trevathan coming back could be huge, absolutely huge. Um... If we could start Trevathan and Kwiatkowski, we know we get Akeem Hicks back. Um, for the run stopping, that's going to be big as well. Um, we'll see what happens with Prince. I was actually a fan of how Kevin Tolliver played last week, and I'm not the biggest fan of Prince's. I don't know what I think about him moving forward with this team, but um, he's questionable. Ben Broniker and Taylor Gabriel both still in the concussion protocol. I really hope they can come back. I have like what I, I have liked what I've seen out of Jesper Horstead. Um, but it wouldn't be bad to have Broniker back. He's a pretty good blocker. Taylor Gabriel, man, um, I don't want to talk much about the offseason. I think he's someone we could afford to move on from. Um, I like the receivers we got out there now. I like seeing Riley Ridley. I like seeing Javon Wims get snaps. Um, Anthony Miller's been very viable at that number two wide receiver position, and I think he really has room to grow moving forward. And, uh, yeah, obviously Bobby Massey coming back. The O-line can use as much help as possible. Going up this week against guys such as Darius Smith, Preston Smith, uh, and more. As far as the Packers, uh, they got Montrevious Adams, Tony Brown, and Kevin King all as questionable. Um, two of their three starting quarterbacks, I believe. I'm not sure about Tony Brown, but I know Kevin King uh, is an important piece of that. Green Bay secondary, all questionable as well. So, the Packers are favored by 4.5 points this game. That is the spread. And basically now, I'm going to talk about whether I think we can win it or not. First off, I would like to say, um, Allen Robinson is 102 yards away from a 1,000-yard season, and I fully believe he's going to get there. Um, so kudos to Robinson. But I'm not going to say that the Bears are going to straight up win this game. Out of their last three games, um, I think this is going to be the toughest test. You've got the Chiefs at home, the Chiefs defense. Um, we saw them beat New England, but the Chiefs defense isn't too great. Tom Brady wasn't looking too great at all, and the Patriots got cheated out of a touchdown. Um, I think we can win that one, and we know we can go and beat Minnesota. So this is our lone standing test at Lambeau Field, a place that has been practically impossible for the Bears to win at over the past decade or so. Um, it's been real tough. So looking in this game, it's tough, man. 
All I'm going to say is that if the Bears' offense can do what they weren't able to do week one, which was obviously move the ball, we scored three freaking points in that game when we played them in week one. If the Bears' offense can move the ball, uh, I'm going to say they have a a pretty freaking good chance. Um, We held them to 10 points in the season opener. Obviously, we are a lot more healthy. We know what the defense can do, but if we can hold them to a fair amount of points and the offense can move down the field, and we know Trubisky's confident, we saw him came out striking, um, that was the best I've seen the offense play against Dallas, and you can say whatever you want about the Dallas defense, but they were eighth in the league overall coming into that game. Um, So we'll see. Um, If you look at the stats from the first game, Trubisky threw 45 passes for 228 yards and interception, while Rodgers was 18 for 30, 203 yards and a touchdown. Absolute respect to Aaron Rodgers and everything he can do. He's a beast. But one thing that we obviously know that we didn't get into in that first game when everyone was questioning the play calling was um, running the ball. Uh, Mike Davis was on the team at the time. He had five rushes for 19 yards. David Montgomery had only six carries for 18 yards. Not only do I expect Trubisky to be running the ball more against the Packers in this game, but I expect David Montgomery to get a hefty amount of carries. Um, And having Hicks back is absolutely huge. You know, Looking into this game, the Packers last week had a close game with the Redskins. Um, that was, I think, 20-15. to Rodgers, only one touchdown, 195 passing yards. I think if we can limit Aaron Jones, it's going to be huge. A lot of people think Aaron Jones is overrated. Whether he is or not doesn't matter. We know that he can, he can do it. But getting David Montgomery the ball is going to be huge in this game. And we all know Trubisky's confidence is up. It can't, there's no way Trubisky's confidence cannot be up in... The Bears know. I mean, last week we know it was a true test of them coming into this game and thinking, you know, everything's against us. Is this team going to come out fighting or are they going to give up? And we clearly saw them come out fighting last week, and I expect the exact same this week. Um, Obviously, those losses against the Chargers, against the Raiders, and uh, against the Rams earlier in the season are looming very large. Um, as far as the playoffs go, the Chargers game against the Vikings should be interesting. The Chargers just put up, I think, 45 points last week on the Jaguars. Obviously not a great team, but um, looks like they're hitting stride at a proper time. That could help us. We really need help from the Cowboys because I probably trust the Cowboys to win more than I would trusting Kyler Murray and the Cardinals to win Week 17 against the Rams on the road. Um, overall, I know our shots at the playoffs are slim. But I do think the Bears have a very fair shot at this game. Uh, ESPN's matchup predictor gives them a 35% chance to win this game. Um, and that's not too terrible. Um, I ho- I, I'm i seeing the Bears turn the season around. It might be too late. And it kind of also shows why you shouldn't need to rely on other teams to be able to get into the playoffs. But just ending this season on the right foot in general would be an absolute plus. The Packers are allowing 23.8 points per game. Um... And the Bears are only allowing about 18, 19 points per game. And just overall, um, the Packers are allowing 250 rush yards per game, as well as 107, or 250 pass yards per game allows, as well as 107 pa- rushing yards. You see that you can run the ball on them. And then the Bears are allowing 220 passing yards and about 85 rushing yards a game. If our defense can hold them, if we can run the ball, if Trubisky makes good choices, um. I really think we can do it. Uh, to close out the season, we've won four of our last five. Maybe not against the most stout competition, 
but we've won our last three in a row, and I think Trubisky comes in here with some confidence and, and makes it a battle. These games against the Packers are always a battle. you got to respect what Rodgers can do. Uh, he's thrown for 3,200 yards this season and 23 touchdowns with only two interceptions. But it should be a fun game to watch. Obviously, um, they're always nail biters, and it's going to be a good one. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Bear Down Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Chris. You can find my Bears fan page on Instagram. That's about to hit 5,000 followers. I'm super excited for that. At Dashai Bears News. You can also follow the fan page on Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. Wherever you are listening right now, if you wouldn't do me, uh, if you wouldn't do, if you would do me a favor, that would be love me. That would be lovely. <laughs> and uh, subscribe and like. That would be awesome. Um, whether you're on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, we appreciate your support. Thank you very much for tuning in, guys, and have a wonderful weekend. It's going to be a good one, and man, if the Bears can win this one and we can get some help from the Cowboys, this could be really, really interesting heading into the final stretch of the season. That's pretty much it for me, guys. Stay positive. I say it at the end of every episode now, and bear down, Chicago. Have a good one. Peace.